Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Hello, um, <clears throat> Facebook Live. Happy holidays, uh, Easter holidays. So I um, hope everyone's having a lovely Easter holiday. Uh, it's fantastic. The weather's fantastic. Um, traffic's good. So um, what's not to like? Uh, life is good. Got some questions here. And uh, as ever, very happy to answer questions live. Uh, if you want to post questions here in the comments, um, I'll be very happy to answer them as I go. And if I do miss out on anything, then um, I will be very happy to pick it up. I would uh, not next week because it's um, I'm away next week. So um, week after, um, but I'll be doing it week after. So we'll be doing it next week. So I've got some questions here. Um, I've got a question here from Dawn. Um, can you have easy lock extensions when having surgery? Uh, easy lock hair extensions. I'm not sure what an easy lock hair extension is, um, but we do get a lot of questions like this about hair extensions, eyelashes, like fake eyelashes, fake nails, the shellac nails, the sort of glued on or um, somehow, I don't know, anyway, the nails. Um, and a lot of people worry about this. Now, um, this is coming from one of my patients. So my answer to you is, yes, that's fine. But if this if if you're watching this and you're having surgery with someone else or, you know, um, but perish the thought. But um, if you are having surgery elsewhere, you've got to check with your surgeon because uh, and in fact, more importantly, the anesthetist is the one who's got to be worried about all this stuff. The reason that people, um, surgeons, worry about the, the hair is that the hair extensions, I believe, sometimes have little metal clip, clips to uh, attach the hair extensions. And those, and, and we worry about metal work. So we worry about um, any sort of metal work. They'll ask you when you come into hospital, have you got any metal work? And the reason they ask you about that is because the machine that we use is called a diathermy machine and it passes a current to um, cauterize the blood vessels while we're doing the surgery and the current goes from the machine that we're using which is like a scalpel it's like a point uh, blade metal blade with the current that goes through it to a metal plate on your leg and if you've got metal elsewhere the current could go to that metal elsewhere and if it's a small area of metal it could burn you so that's what they worry about that's why we're worried about it um, but the hair extensions are miles away so that's absolutely fine um, I mean, as a rule, if something's easily removed, if your metal work's easily removed, then remove it. Uh, the problem is, obviously, hair extensions are not easy to remove. Not that I would know. Um, but and also, um, uh, we get a lot of questions about these dermal anchors, the studs in the body. And uh, we, we've, we've done surgery with those in, and that's been fine. But you have to talk to your surgeon about it because you have to put the metal plate quite close to the area of your operating. So the current preferentially goes to the big metal plate rather than the little metal stud. So yeah, hair extensions is fine by me, as are the shellac nails and the um, dermal piercings and all these things are all pretty much all pretty good with me, depending on the type of surgery and the area that you 
being operated on. Uh, the nails, the reason for the nails is because of the um, blood supply. You can check your blood supply with the, by looking at your nails. Um, but they can always use your toenails, and if your toenails are no, or if they, you know, got things on the toenails as well, you can use earlobes. Again, depends on the surgery. Depends on if there's a re real pr possibility of a problem. Um, in which case they might insist your nails come off, and, and some people might insist your nails come off anyway. If you do, you know, so check with your surgeon, but uh, and check with me if you're having surgery with me. But usually I'm okay with it, as is my anaesthetist. Um, uh, next one, do you get a surgical pra and what do you recommend? Again, with me, yes, you do. Um, I used to say to everyone, I'll bring a bra if you're having breast surgery, but they'd always say, what size do I bring? And I'd say, I don't know. Uh, bring a few and keep the labels on. That's what I used to do, and I think um, that's sort of standard. But uh, I always, I didn't, didn't, didn't like that. So now I provide a bra personally, but if um, I've got that funny angle, my chin looks bad. Um, if uh, so check with your surgeon but i give you a bra but um and we put you put you in a bra so you come back from theater wearing a bra but uh, then if you want to get another bra then um, i normally say and if you're again not having surgery with me and you're getting your own bra for, for following surgery my recommendation i've done a blog post on this i wonder if i can do a link can i do a link to my blog post anyway i've got looking to my team which aren't here because i'm on my own um so yeah, uh, but basically what you're looking for is a wide band, so no wire, a wide band, ideally a low band, um, so it's off your scars because your scars are often on the inframemory fold. Um, ideally a front fastener, it's difficult to get a sport, so it's usually a sports bra really, I mean a post, you can get a post-op bra but they're expensive and to be honest with you, sports bras can do as good a job. Um, it's quite hard to find a sports bra which is a front fastener. Uh, Marks and Spencers, I believe, do some um, with a zip. The problem with the zip is it's not got as much adjustable uh, adjustability uh, with a zip. We have got one which has got hooks, three sets of hooks and eyes, which has got a bit of adjustability while the swelling um, is happening. But um, but yeah, ideally front fastener. If you are going to, it's hard to get front fastener. So if you can't get a front fastener, get a back fastener. A lot of sports bras may have a back fastening bit, but they often have a web above it, so you have to put it over your head. So just be aware of that. Try and get it so that it totally undoes either at the back or the front. Um, the web is quite hard to get over your head, certainly in the first few days, first week or so after surgery. So uh, ideally one that undoes completely at the back or the front, wide band, um, and with a bit of give in it. You don't really want one with a formed cup. If, if the bra has got a formed cup, then it's not going to give you support. So you want the bra when it's not on you to be to not have um, form, if that makes sense. So it's got a like you know form to your breast. When people say, "Oh, is this bra okay?" and it looks like a big cup, I'm like, "Well, that's not going to support." That's clear. Um, and that's the, that one. And then, what is histology? That's a really good question. And I do um, when people inquire about mole removal and things, I always always say, "This is the price with." out histology and this is a price with histology and i'm aware that i don't really make it clear what histology is um it's so histology is talking about when you send something away to be analyzed under a microscope by a pathologist i don't do it and it's when you send tissue away and the classic example i think hannah you're asking about this probably about a mole i suspect so is a mole when you have a mole do you send it for histology is the question and um, histology is, um, 
if there's any worry that the mole is cancerous, if there's any been change in the mole, if it's a brown pigmented lesion, pigmented mole, then it's usually good practice to send it to histology, particularly if you're worried it's, uh, it's anything, something to worry about. If it is a skin tag, it's a little tag, or if it's something that's clearly benign and that's really something you have to check with your surgeon, then you do not have to send it for histology. In the NHS, I sent pretty much everything for histology um, because it is good practice to send everything for histology. Now that I'm in the private sector, things are a little bit different because people, because it's quite expensive. Histology is quite expensive. Histology of a little, well, it doesn't matter how big it is, histology of, any, of a thing is over, it's getting on for £150. So it's, uh, it's an expensive thing. Um, so you have to uh, justify that to patients. So I talk to patients and I give them the option. Um, there's a couple of reasons why histology might be good. When we look at things, we say, look, that's probably benign. It's fine. You don't have to remove it if you don't want to. So you can leave it if you want to. And people say, well, I don't like it, so I want to remove it. That's fine. You can remove it. But um, uh, if you remove it, then... Um, so you might say, well, why would you send it for histology if you're saying that you could leave it? And the reason for sending it for histology is, one, you're saying it's probably fine, and histology gives you the, a bit more of a definitive answer. But the, probably the main reason is that if in the future, perish the thought, you you've developed something like a lymph node in your neck, or let's say the lesions on your head, a lymph node in your neck, and they say that's a, that's a spread of a skin cancer, where's the original skin cancer? This is a pretty rare thing to happen, but it's potential... This could happen that you could get a skin, they could get a secondary of a skin cancer in a lymph node and they then they go looking for the primary, that they're looking for the original skin cancer um, because there's something called regression where skin cancers can um, sort of disappear really. And if you say, oh I, yeah, no, I've never had anything. And they say, oh yeah, five, ten years ago um, I had the uh, mole removed at Stiano's place and then they say to me and I say, yeah, it was fine, the mole, it looked fine. Um, it's just nice if I've got the histology to say it's definitely fine. Here's the histology um, just to show that that wasn't the original skin cancer. I'm not sure if I made that clear, but that's that, that's the main thing for me, that if something's clearly benign, it is nice to send it for histology just in case you do have anything in the future. That's a pretty slim risk, to be honest with you, and it does cost a lot of money. So if it's clearly benign, you can choose in my hands to have not have histology. If there's any worries about it, it's better to have histology, which means looking at it under microscope. Whenever we're sending any tissue away for anything like a breast reduction or anything like that, we're obviously taking the breast tissue away. We always send that for histology. That's routine, just looking for anything untoward, any cancerous lesions or anything that might be precancerous. That's totally normal. So that's it. What's histology? Types of bras and easy lock hair extensions. So um, that's it. I'm going to check out any time now. Um, thanks for visiting, everybody. Uh, if you have any questions, I will roll it over to Tuesday, whenever it is in two weeks' time, um, because I'm away next week. But please don't come and burglarize my house. Um, my wife's terrified of that sort of thing, saying that you're away. We're not away. Was here. Was going to stay here. So, don't even think about it. And um, and thanks for those questions. Um, and keep them coming. And again, if anyone's asked questions while I'm doing this, uh, thousand apologies because I've, I haven't got it written. 
Oh God, you can see my hand there, can't you? Sorry. I haven't got it written down on the screen. I'm trying it. Portrait or landscape or whatever this way around is called. Um, but if you do ask questions and put them down there, I'll pick them up next week. Laura will collate them as she always does because she's fantastic. If you have any questions, uh, you can always email Laura, laura at stianoplasticsurgery.co.uk. Uh, have a lovely evening. Enjoy the sunshine. Although I did hear it's going to rain tomorrow, but don't hold me to that. And um, I will see you in two weeks' time and enjoy your Easter. Merry Easter! Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.